0: And this is something that needs to be solved. So there was the army involved. It was never run in Thailand. I mean, there was definitely a lot of risk involved. And if you just go for the money, it's not fun.
1: Did it affect you and your emotional state? How do you deal with that?
0: It had to be done.
1: Dinner in the sky. Dinner in the sky. Dinner in the sky. Dinner in the sky. Friso Holdervar entrepreneur and philanthropist, is the co-founder of Dinner in the Sky Bangkok, a global brand across 50 countries taking dining to new heights. He also founded the Bangkok Community Help Foundation, which feeds and shelters the poor in the capital city. Through donations, fundraising, food banks, providing shelter, building homes, community and charity work, they have helped feed and shelter over a million people in Bangkok, Thailand. We sit with Friso today to talk about his inspiration as an entrepreneur to start and successfully open Dinner in the Sky, where many before him have tried and failed. The difficulties he faced in his journey and his continued charity work and help for the people in a city he now calls home in Bangkok, Thailand. Introducing Friso Polderwa. Over 75% of the people watching this video are not subscribed. Could you please take a moment to subscribe to the Tiger Podcast? It would really help us out. Friso, you moved to Thailand at 19 with $600.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Why would you do that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I really wanted to be here. You know, I came here from such a young age. I was 11. My best friend is uh, half Thai, so his mom is Thai, his father is Dutch. I grew up with him, basically. I mean, we're like brothers. We went to school together. Okay. And, you know, when I was sort of old enough, his mom said, hey, we want to bring you with us to Thailand. We'll go, you know, we'll go on holiday. So I came and, you know, at 11 years old, I mean, I come from a little small town in Netherlands. So I was just yeah. like, wow, this is
1: crazy. <laughs> this is,
0: yeah. You know, I love it because uh, really like a small town boy, yeah. you know, coming in this huge metropolis you know so I yeah. loved it immediately d- by then you know but I was so young still so it's like you know I was going to school and I mean I was going to study film actually and uh, I graduated and I, I I must have been 10 12 days later that I that I moved I just okay. wanted to be here so you studied what film in university yes Wow. correct yeah yeah cinematography actually yeah. okay yes interesting yeah so that was a lot of fun so
1: when when you first came to thailand at 19 what was your plan did you have a plan or you just wanted to be here like did you think you could do film here
0: um well, I was, I was lucky in that way that I was able to do an internship. So the last year of uh, university, we had to do an internship. So I arranged to do an internship in Bangkok because I was like, okay, wow, this would okay. be the perfect fire test mm-hmm. for me to go. It was six months. I was like, okay, if I like it, you know, because holiday and living is a different thing. Yeah, and I realized, yeah. like, okay, let's try it out. So I was lucky in that way. Um, so I did the internship with a media company, actually. So we did a lot of productions, we did a lot of stuff for like Thai TV and so it was really great and uh, I did a job for a Dutch company in Chiang Mai as well. Okay. They found me online, they knew I was here. So both the Dutch company and the production company offered me a job when I left. So I had that, luckily. I said okay, okay I have some sort of thing to fall back on. So that was really a, a big help. Because okay. I mean of course if you come without anything it's 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 a yeah. deep dive you know so at least i had that and um yeah that helped a lot so i decided to go work for the dutch company in chiang mai and well that was sort of the the, the beginning dutch company, you know? in chiang mai yeah yeah so they were okay. importing like thai crafts and all okay. these kind of you know things from you know you have like Ban hawaii and stuff like in the yeah. north yeah. where they make like furniture of wood and stuff yeah. So they were exporting that to the Netherlands and selling that. Wow. So they wanted okay. me to do like their social online marketing. So it was like that. Was like yeah. No, it was and like
1: it's a, but at that point you were also
0: like anything to be here. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because to be honest, I didn't pay anything. I mean, it was mm-hmm. really bad pay. Yeah. But it was just like okay, this yeah. I can go, you know. So yeah. let's go and. I worked very hard in that company, but I, I, I realized very soon, like, okay, this is... It wasn't really going anywhere. Yeah. Also, like, Chiang Mai at that time... Slower than slower ever. Slower than ever, yeah. And I was like, and everything was going on in Bangkok. I was like, I need to go there. Yeah. So, at some point, I just said, okay, I'll, I'll, I quit and I, yeah. and I leave. So, yeah.
1: I completely understand you because... Uh, most people when they know that i'm from phuket right i live differently <laughs> yeah, 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 they're yeah. like why would you like bangkok or you must hate it here i'm like it's the opposite yeah. i love it here the rush the pace absolutely yeah. um you know e- even if it's traffic like there's options you can take a motorbike. you can walk you can take a train yeah In Phuket. you you just like if <laughs> you don't have a yeah you like boat exactly there's <laughs> cool. a canal right there yeah but like when Phuket, if you don't have a car you can't go anywhere and right. now there's enough traffic to even compete with Bangkok sometimes
0: yeah 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 oh, it's getting much worse yeah. uh, over there as well yeah. yeah but I agree with you I love just to be part of this huge machinery you know this mm-hmm. this huge city where there's so much going on yeah and it, you know it gives a lot of energy I love Bangkok so much I mean it's mm. really. Deep love for this city, okay. with all the you know the faults it has. Because I mean, in many ways, it's not a fun, s- yeah. you know. Because I mean, it's very taxing, right? It's always noisy and it's hot, and you know, it's 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 pretty heavy sometimes, right? Yeah. But I just love it. Love it so much.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I completely like. I love the beach, but I had
0: 20 years of it, so yeah, I yeah, well, and also that yeah. right at some point. So
1: so tell me like from. Coming here at 19, you know, you get your first job, it, you're happy you're here. Yeah. How do you go What from there to, you know, basically becoming an entrepreneur? Right. Like, d- Did you do other jobs? Did you find a way to Bangkok and then that's when things started taking off? Because I, I want to talk about, you know, you being an entrepreneur. Yes. But before I get there, what led to
0: the decision to get there? Yeah, I mean, it was... You know, like creative people usually are not that good in business, right? It's mm-hmm. just the way it is. So I was, or I am, very creative, and I was in a creative field. Um, I moved to Bangkok, and I kind of realized, like, okay, if I want to make it long term and make it big, I need to do something by myself. Yeah. And I was always, like, you know, when I was young, kind of sort of always hustling, you know. So it's always been in me. Yeah. But I chose to go, you know, the creative route, right? So. You know, the most, uh, or, you know, the most, uh, how do you say that? the most obvious step was to get back into to film, like do something with, you know, video. So I came to Bangkok. I met my, you know, business partner at that time, and he had this idea. He wanted to build a website where, they, where we map out the whole uh, nightlife industry of Bangkok, and we okay. would do it through video. So it was a very good match, and I was, you know, I was new to Bangkok, so for me it was the perfect way to, you know, learn the city, so it was crazy. The real city. It was was amazing, honestly, because I just came in and we just mapped out 800 venues, you know, videos for all of them. Mm -hmm. So it was like, it was just a crash course, what is Bangkok, right, with all it has. So it was such a great time, and that was, you know, when I started to, you know, dip my toes into, okay, business, you know what I mean? Yeah and I love it, I mean I loved it so much and it, you know, it did well, the website did well this is ten years ago, so this was kind of before Facebook and before YouTube even, like the whole sort of how, okay. how it is now What was this website so, called? Bangkok Nightlife Bangkok Nightlife, yeah, so okay. it, was, you know, it was a platform where you could go and you could find any restaurant, any nightclub, any bar. I yeah. think I've been on there before. Yeah, must be, must yeah. be. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did like as party pictures. I,
1: I remember the logo, and then like it has information about like this club Correct. or this.
0: Oh, yes, that's yeah, yeah. so cool, man. Yeah, yeah. So that was it, you know. And it was there was nowhere to go, right? I mean, when was this? Ten years ago. It must, yeah. I think that so. makes
1: sense because I was in university. So I've definitely okay. seen because like, yeah, yeah, like I had come from Phuket initially, right? So I'm like a noob to bangkok i don't know much (laughs) oh man look at you yeah yeah
0: yeah. okay so and uh you know so it was it was great and it was a lot of fun obviously to Mm. build that company and we did yeah like i said not many people did
1: it in english as well i think you did it in english right so that's why that's for me i can't read thai or speak i can speak thai but i cannot Mm. read or write so yeah like if you want to find information back then as well it's either like bangkok post yes Yes. or a blog, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. no dedicated website. No, it wasn't
0: yeah. just, it wasn't there. It wasn't that advanced. And like, you know, Facebook the same. Now you want to find an event, you go on Facebook and you yeah. find. But that time there were all kinds of great events, but nobody knew, right? Yeah. Like, when are they and where are yeah. they? So we just compiled everything. So, it, yeah, it was it was great and it worked well because people love to use it. And, yeah. you know, that's... Uh, so, yeah, that was kind of the start. Then I started to okay. understand, okay, okay, what is doing business? And, you know, make a lot of mistakes, of course. Mm, yeah. But then, you know, then, then. And, it, and it's it's also a passion, right, doing business in many ways. is mm. It's also very fun and challenging, and that's when I learned, like, okay, I like this. I really like this hustle and this grind. And then from there, you know, it's like many, many other things sprouted. Did you find it difficult to... Work in Thailand,
1: you know, over here things are a lot more sabai sabai compared to you know what you're used
0: to. Yeah, well, you know, the thing is, I wasn't really used to much in the way that because I moved so early, okay. So, I mean, I didn't really, I mean, I did like the odd jobs like when I was studying. And I didn't know, I always worked, I mean I worked in the supermarket, I was okay. a cleaner, I was always like trying to, you know, make, yeah. make, make money. But I never was in like a corporate, corporate structure okay. of any kind. So it was like so experiencing for the first time. Right, yeah, yeah. So I mean so I always say sort of my adult life has been here. Okay. Right? Because I, I just so I would not also really know how it is back in the Netherlands, how, mm. how that how that would work, right? So I think that's a big plus. I I, I learned It here and I learned the way it works and that's what I'm used to as well. Yeah. So you might struggle if you go back now. Honestly, I think so. Yeah. Of course, sometimes you contemplate like, well, how would it be to go back? Yeah. I don't think I would be able to. Yeah. Um, And if I would, I would start business over there. Yeah. So,
1: all right. I I think we'll we'll dive into. what people might actually know you most for Mm, right so uh, i wanted to talk about you know entrepreneurship you you started you came here at 19 you started uh basically like an online magazine online website uh talking about nightlife and then you come to dinner in the sky right so how did you first become interested in like the restaurant industry because it does run like a restaurant right and and what inspired you to start dinner in the sky because it's an Many huge cities around Correct. the world. Yes. Like people talk about going big. You went to the sky. Man. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> Literally, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's true. And it, was, it wasn't necessarily like, okay, we, I want to open a restaurant or whatever. But it was just the concept of dinner in the sky that was so appealing. So I remember seeing it online again with the same business partner, Swedish guy. We always work together on everything, Mm -hmm. and we saw either someone told us or we saw a video of this, you know, this table going up, and it's like, wow. You know, we looked at each other and said, if we can bring this to Bangkok, it will be, it will be a bomb. You know, it will be everybody would Mm want to go. So we're like, you know, let's make that happen. So they were running it in Kuala Lumpur, in Malaysia. Yeah. So we flew over there. We met the people that were running it there. We took the actual flight itself. So I mean, we went up. And we just said, yeah, this, we have to do this. We have to make this work. So we bought the license for Thailand and said, "Okay, let's go. You know, let's. let's try let, let's try to get yeah. this going and we and we knew actually that there've been many that tried before yeah and nobody was ever able to actually get it off the ground literally
1: so were there before uh, any dinner in the sky kind not, of
0: not not in thailand but there were many that tried okay so we found out that that's because of of this licensing uh construction yeah that there has been eight different groups or companies or individuals that had bought the license before us but it was never run in Thailand. Wow. So they okay. either bought it, they never did something with it, or they bought it, they tried and they just couldn't get it going. Okay. And well of course we also realized when we when we started like ah it's not that easy. Yeah but you know we were very confident like okay yeah. we we are we must be able to do this and like, you know how
1: do you even find the space in this m- in the middle of this metropolis to oh, yeah. you know cuz obviously it has its own it it basically lifts you up with a crane Correct, so you yeah. need a lot of space and
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. It needs like a parameter for safety, and you know the land needs to be in a certain area because I mean we can we could go to like Bangna and do it in a field there, but there wouldn't be any anything to see, right? So I mean, we were uh, lucky. I mean we struck uh, a deal with the Sukumvit Mall Group Mm -hmm. where they're now building the M Sphere. So at that uh, time, that land was vacant. You had the Dino Park, yeah, and there was a land be like on the side of that that was vacant. Yeah. So we took the land from them, but we that time we spoke with Asia Teague, for example, as well. We were in talks with them, like okay, that might be uh, yeah, that would have been cool as well, yeah. So, and you know, it's also like where do you get the best deal, of course, and you know, with the Sukhumvit City Mall Group, we got a really good deal, and they were on board in the whole. They were also like very interested to run yeah. it uh, by the, you know with us, so we were you know we were fortunate that that happened. But yeah, I mean it's 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 pioneering, man, because it's like you know you come with this this pretty wild sort of idea, and you you know like so with governments and you know they just looked at us say, like, you guys are crazy. What are you <laughs> talking about? You know, it's like yeah. gonna lift 24 people up with a construction crane in yeah. the middle of Bangkok, I mean, wh- wh- who are you guys, you yeah. know? go, go, get out of my office. Because <laughs> when, when
1: you look at the video as well, like, because, like, yeah, they're sitting, sitting in these slim chairs with, like, which just looks like seatbelts. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
0: Roller coaster style, yeah. yeah, literally, like an eight-point safety belt, like you have Oh, in yeah, so they coasters. have one at the bottom
1: as well, yes, right? That's yes. what I thought. Because yeah, 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 in yeah. the pictures, it looks like... Hey man, that's not a lot holding them to their chair because yeah. you never know someone might do
0: something silly, right? Yeah. Well you could recline back. So that was yeah, like one I saw of the, that part, the, the yeah. fun parts. Mm-hmm. And, and there's nothing under you, right? Yeah. So I mean it's it's really it's such a such an amazing and unique experience that yeah. uh, that that's 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 you know, come to your question. It's like we just recognize that I think very yeah. quickly. Like, okay, if we bring this to Thailand it will be huge it will be a lot of fun we're gonna give a lot of people a great experience they will never forget and i'm always very happy because you know you become a little bit the dinner in the sky guy yeah. at some point because yeah. everybody knows you from yeah. that, right and people just even today come up and say you know what i went there i went a second time and i loved it so much you know please bring it back I wanted to come back and that's cool i love the yeah. fact that people have this fond memory of yeah that moment yeah, you know and that's 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 it great It just
1: attracts attention even if you don't want to
0: man. Like Absolutely. Every, it just
1: becomes like oh by the way I had dinner at the sky yeah
0: yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh what was the sky bar no yeah. we were lifted up with a crane yeah and it's also also from a marketing perspective yeah. right it's like you put a crane in the middle of the city literally I mean it was So a it crane, was yeah. for the people maybe that don't don't still know it's like next to the Emporium between uh Ben Jesiri park yeah. and Emporium. Yeah. So, you know, main Sukhumvit so many people. So, and then you know, you would drive by and it would just be this table dangling in the air with <laughs> a lot of lights. So, yeah. of course everybody saw this. I mean, you know, marketing wise it was already huge just by hanging it up. yeah That was number 1, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it was the talk of the town. I mean, you can't yeah. do it better than that, right? I yeah. mean, so super True. super fun man i have such fond memories of that and i wasn't a restaurateur at all mm-hmm. i know nothing about restaurants i mean before right yeah but i just realized okay let's do this because this will be fun and okay. i think you know through my whole sort of career in business it's all that's always been the main driver and i also with the foundation it always been like okay let's do something that we really enjoy doing yeah um i also ventured in some businesses where it was only about money and, you know, the the old saying is true. I mean, if you just go for the money, it's not fun. Yeah. You, you know, it's not, you, you have to really enjoy doing yeah. it because you're going to do it a lot, <laughs> yeah. day and night.
1: So, yeah. So what are some of the challenges that you faced in operating maybe Dinner in the Sky? So uh, let, let's start with, for example, licensing because you yeah. were already aware that let's say 6 or 8 people have tried this before yes. so you think to yourself like well oh, what why is what? that why <laughs> is yeah. that yeah. like am i doing the right thing yes so what were the initial challenges that maybe like people never got it going before
0: yeah it was exactly the licensing issue because it's you know it's like it's never been done so yeah you know, we we literally went to the government and said okay we have this idea and they looked at us said, guys you are you're insane it's never going to happen i mean because everybody thinks the same thing, oh, it's way too dangerous, I mean, you know, it's like this can never, you know, this can go wrong, I mean, yeah. not as people, you know, there's, there's 24 lives True. hanging on a, on a crane, right, Yeah. the thing is, it can never go wrong, I mean, this is a concept that's been, you know, that's been tested thousands of times, yeah. and, you know, it's certified, and it's, uh, it can not go wrong, yeah. but you need to convince people yes. of, of yeah. that, right, so, I mean, Theme parks exist. Right, right, right. right.
1: Roller coasters exist. Yes,
0: yes. Uh, And it's interesting that you say that because at the final end, we got a license for a roller coaster. That was the (laughs) The actual actual license. Really? Yeah. yeah.
1: So it was classified as a roller coaster.
0: Yes, yes. As a theme park. Dinner uh, in the Sky roller
1: coaster. Yes,
0: yes. Yeah. Wow. Because there was just no license for it. I mean, we could talk to governments, to lawyers, and they would just be like, guys, we don't know. There were, what 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 license should this be? I mean, it's a it's not a it's a restaurant. Yeah. But it's hanging in the air. Uh, there's construction crane there. So is it what 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 do we do with yeah. that? So it's just a crazy so, mix of everything, right? That's
1: what I thought. So do you need like construction permit, then restaurant permit, yes. and then
0: yeah a roller coaster to operate yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Wow. We need it all. Yeah, yes, yes. Okay. So you know because. Yeah, it, it involves all this, 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 this moving parts, right? So yeah, we needed all those permits, and of course, you know the way Thailand works, it is a little bit uh, of a special sort of environment, right? When yeah. it comes to doing business with, you know, especially with anything that's government related. So of course, there's also that part where yeah. you know you need to, you know, rub. Uh, Rob some some backs yeah, yeah. a little yeah, yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. and then it you know you, you know what know, I'm you talking about, right, yeah. right, right. And we well yeah. we 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 were oh, we were confident, that we were well connected enough to to get that done. And well, that actually turned out to be partially mm-hmm. right, but still, yeah. there's so many different parts. So there was the army involved, the uh, you know construction. Uh, yeah, there okay. was uh, the firemen involved. Yeah, everybody sort of on standby. Because, well, it's kind of a magnet, right? So okay. it's like You know, it's a magnet for people to come and eat at your restaurant. That's number one. But it's also a magnet for, you know, people to kind of come and think, oh... Maybe we can have a little part of the
1: oh I see the cake you know yeah, what I mean yeah yeah yeah
0: so and that's just the way it works and 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 yeah I mean it's, you're not it's, gonna it's, be a
1: pioneer and have it all to yourself yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. well it's okay. just it's the law of the land right and we knew that and yeah. but but it was a real struggle honestly to convince and we were very close at some points to not being able to pull it off actually yeah. when okay. really there was you know they were blocking like the the actual permission okay. Um, you sometimes know, we you just don't even going. get a reason. No, not really. I mean, it's like it's, yeah. it's vague, you know what yeah. I mean? And, um, you, know, we, you know, we did like a huge press conference. You know, all the time media was there. We didn't even have the permit yet. This is kind of like, you know, this, this sketches out the situation mm. a bit, right? It's like, yeah. okay, we were just pushing and hoping for the best and like pulling all the strings we could. But it's also uh, at some point your reputation is on the line yeah. too, right? So it had to be done somehow yeah it had to be done and we got it done
1: nice (laughs) yeah (laughs) so you got you convinced people you got the permits you've done the press conference once it starts running obviously like you said it becomes a talk of the town yeah i think you know you've had celebrities on there you're you're getting these phone calls from random people you've either not met for a long time or you're meeting people (laughs) who are like free so you gotta get me on here that's correct so what were the challenges once things started off? Because obviously then you get new challenges. Yeah,
0: right? well, the biggest challenge was that we just didn't have enough capacity for the people that wanted to go. So that's a very okay. good yeah. challenge to have, right? Yeah. So we started introducing like extra sessions, extra flights, evening extra, daytime extra, just to fill the demand. But it was obviously a very good problem to have. Yeah. Right? I mean, it was... Like the an market, exclusive yeah, club. It was, it was super exclusive. Yeah. And the strategy was, I mean, we we ran it for four months, right? But when we uh... went out to the public, we said we only run it for two. But we knew that we were gonna extend for two months. But this obviously marketing strategy to you know get people to sort of get it hyped, right? Yeah. And yeah, that that worked really well. I mean, we sold the first day. We did a uh, we did a show with Woody the the yes. the, the Top tri- was, Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the Thai TV presenter, yeah. right? Yeah. And, um, you know, when that aired on a Sunday night, we sold out, like, the first one-and-a-half month in that night. So it was like, boom, here we go. You know, yeah. it was huge, really. And I remember, like, we did the show with him. He was the first one that was going to go on. He brought all his celebrity friends. It was exclusive on his TV show. He had the premiere. And in return, you know, he would, uh, you know, we would give him that spot in yeah. return he would put us on his new show it was the yeah. first episode and yeah we sold out man i remember call he called me and said how is it going i said you have no idea what just <laughs> happened i mean it yeah. just it had just exploded okay and then of course we you know it yeah. was confirmed like this is this is big you know yeah uh, you know, I was a student
1: at the time. I couldn't afford it, but I, even I heard <laughs> about it. Because I used to be in Salaya, which is like not even in Bangkok, right? Okay, yeah. But you hear the news of the big city. Whatever. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh. you know, I'm young, right? I'm like, ah, what a gimmick. Yeah, but the yeah, truth yeah. was, I would never be able to afford it, right? Yeah, it's like, you have to go in the city and like everybody looks so fancy, right? Because yeah, this yeah. is like, well, you got to understand, like, it's not just dinner. and Yeah, you pay that amount of money for dinner in the sky, you get that. Uh, you get that exclusive, grand feeling, but yeah. it was like a model show as well. Definitely. people dressing up. Yeah, you know, you know, you, it's and maybe Instagram wasn't as big back then, or mm-hmm. I did not even know Instagram was there or not. But like, yeah, it was like you become the talk within your community. Absolutely. It's like you're telling all your friends, like, guess where I went over yeah. the weekend, yeah. and everyone was like, damn, how'd you get tickets? Yeah. Can't even get on that.
0: Yeah, yeah, you had to be there you yeah. had to be there and, uh, and that was all I mean the strategy was of course to get all the influences to get all the stars yeah. over there so of course we invited them and they came yeah. so that only magnified you know the that feeling of exclusivity mm-hmm. you know, because they were all there and It's like you say it was every night was kinda like a gala Premiere, you know, yeah. like there was a red carpet and it was all these stars and it was all, yeah. So it was, it was great, you know. It just, it just worked so well. Did it ever get like overwhelming,
1: where you're just like, you know, there's so many people who wanna you get these calls and you just tell them, like, what do you want me to do, kick these people yeah, out? Like, yeah. I can't get
0: you a seat. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, no, that that happened, yeah. I okay. mean, it was just like we... we. So we started introducing this, these extra sessions, yeah. right? So we were able to somehow... Because
1: in my research, right, I was looking, and there was like... I saw some old posts, like, okay, we're doing an extra one <laughs> yeah. at, like, dinner at 9 p.m. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. dinner at 9 p.m.? Yeah, time? Yeah. But, I was like, but I was like, yeah, if I can't go at 6, I just want the experience, yes. so... I will have dinner at 9 if that's yeah. what you want
0: me to do. Right, right and that was exactly what it, it was about the experience, right? Yeah. Even the food. I mean we had amazing food. We worked with Sheraton and so Sukumvit on this. Yeah. Amazing food but people even forgot to eat. Mhm. I mean they would just it would be selfies, it would be more selfies yeah. and you know like enjoying the champagne. Some people just forgot, like oh, there's food as well, yeah. right? So it's it's really the experience. And so uh, I think I think for uh, any
1: viewers who might not be aware of Dinner at the Sky, like uh, explain uh, the concept quickly. So basically, you know, there's 24 seats around a the table. There's a chef. On the table yeah. that lifts up with you, yes. and then they cook you a four-course dinner. Um, yes,
0: okay. yes, yes, yes. And
1: is there a time limit? Like you're up there for one hour? Yeah, you're two up hour? there for one hour. Yes. Okay. okay,
0: so it's exactly that. So it's a big table in the middle. There is the the room for chefs, and then the the chairs are situated on the outside. So you're literally yeah. dangling in the air. There's nothing below you. There's no like food rest. There's no net. There's nothing. So <laughs> once you look down, it's fifty meters. Yeah. So then you realize like oh. Wait, you know we're pretty high up, yeah. right? So you would be able to recline your seat. So I mean that gives like an extra sort of wow effect. And of course, you know you would be hanging in the middle of Bangkok with the Benja Park mm-hmm. under you. You know you would wa- you would look down Sukhumvit. You know like lower Sukhumvit, yeah. upper Sukhumvit. So it was the perfect spot. And yeah, you would go up. You would pre uh, pre-book your dinner.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because everything that we did was uh, prepared downstairs. Thing is, you cannot have any open fires, cannot have gas, nothing on on this table in the air, right? Just for safety reasons. So what we did was that the chefs would do the final preparation up in the sky. Okay. So this would be the cutting of the meat, the sauce, the garnish, all this kind of things. So it would it really felt like okay, the chef is doing his thing. Um, but nothing was prepared up just for for okay. safety reasons. Then you would have dinner there for an hour, four courses. There would be music. There would you know, like pictures, like a roller coaster. We would yeah. take pictures, and then when you would come down, you would have like this cutout thing with a picture in it. You know, like like mm-hmm. you have in roller yeah. coasters. Yeah. So it was exactly that. So I mean, it was. I hope you enjoyed <laughs> the ride. Right, right, yeah. right. And it was it was it was fun. And I think okay. the. The, m- the question most people probably have is like, okay, what happens if you have to go to toilet? Because yeah. I think this question I've received a million times. Mm-hmm. But we had toilet downstairs, we would announce every five minutes, okay, you know, we're leaving or we're taking off at 7 p.m., go to toilet, go to toilet, go to toilet, please, yeah. we cannot go down.
1: Okay. And so, have you ever had, like, when you get up there, someone, like, just starts freaking out and they can't do no, it? No. No.
0: No. No. Luckily not. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people were scared. Yeah. Like, really, I had a lot of people come up say, I don't know if I can do it. And we could go down, of course. Yeah. I mean, we would be down in two minutes. Okay. So we had, you know, said, okay, if you really can't do it, we can go down. And everybody that had that fear went up came back after an hour with a smile like this (laughs) and just uh, wow i'm so happy i did it yeah it was great because you forget at some point that you're in the air yeah only again if you look down then you really realize like whoa so the going up is a bit scary obviously then once you're hanging there it's beautiful you have the breeze so how much did it cost per person? It was on weekdays it was four thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Okay. And on weekends it was five thousand three hundred ninety nine. So weekends were a bit more expensive. Very good price point. Yeah, very affordable, yeah, yeah, for a four-course dinner. Mm -hmm. Maybe at that
1: time I was a lot younger, I didn't have much money. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. no,
0: I mean, still, I mean, yeah, it's a novelty, I mean, uh, and I mean, if you go, like, let's say you go with your girlfriend, I mean, now now it's closer to 10,000 baht, you buy a bottle of wine,
1: right, so it
0: goes, it goes there, so. So It's
1: like a proper, like, you know, a Valentine's anniversary, something like that. And, so so when you b- you b- made your booking there's twenty four seats um, and then you're also sharing that space with other people right. right or did you ever have like people who just booked all twenty four
0: We had also yeah, yeah, people that wanted to do it privately, yes okay. yes, so they would sit next to each other, and there would be nobody yeah. there, but also the fun part of like going with a lot of people that you didn't know was like, okay. You're all stuck yeah. up there, right? Yeah. So it was like, you know, it was a lot of yeah. conversations okay. that sort of happened with the person yeah. next to you. So it was also a lot of fun to see people, like, you know.
1: Because you're sharing that as well. Right, it's, right. it's nice. Yeah. They're
0: all going up and it's a bit, you know, it's a bit scary. It's like
1: oh. literally in a roller coaster. You're yes. there with. Uh, people who you don't know, but exactly. you're all screaming yes.
0: and sharing that same experience. Yeah, you're in the same boat, right? So yeah. a lot of people came down and then they would hang around downstairs and we had a bar. Oh, okay, And they would hang nice. around there. So and the talk party and didn't
1: end over there. No, so like no, you no. go yeah. up, have your dinner, you come back, chill
0: at the bar and right, okay well, right. we, we built like a lounge. Nice. Okay. So that was where people hang and drink and, you know. Okay. Yeah. And
1: so, I mean, I'm, I'm just, because I'm just thinking, right, like from a business perspective, like that's a really good price point. You know, you've got to rent the space, the crane, Mm -hmm. getting people up, the safety, not ambulance, but, like, in case something goes wrong, you have, you know, someone on standby.
0: Of course, yeah.
1: So, like, did you guys have sponsors? Like, how did you guys create – like, how did you guys get revenue in – you know try to get profitability
0: well I mean there was definitely profit in the in the ticket sales alone already because you know also because we sold out everything right so but we had sponsors yeah. of course again if you have a you know a big table hanging 50 meters in the air you the you put a banner under it right so we had you know a banner sponsor placement of you know a certain company that was with their banner there we had a deal with uber Uber oh, okay. was bringing everybody. Uh, I think it was for free, so if you were going to book an Uber to dinner in the sky when Uber still existed, here you, yeah, they would bring you there. We had, of course, drink sponsors. Then okay. we had Sheraton that was in there with the food. So okay, it it's a big media machine, right? It's like yeah. a marketing promotion yeah. machine. So everybody that was part of it got obviously mm. there, you know, their benefits out yeah. of it as well. Yeah. Cause
1: that's what I thought. I was like, the more I think about it, I'm like, yeah. I mean, yes. Obviously, you because you're selling an experience, yes. like really. Yes. And um, like you said, if if I was if I was there when I was watching the videos, I would do exactly like the people there because they were like, you know, they were playing with their chair, they're freaking out. So even though the food is already nice, because yeah, you've got your shirt, uh, food from Sheraton yeah. and, and stuff, but. Um, the experience just makes up for everything else and like that would just be like marketing gold it's like it is it's the talk of the town i want my logo there i want my company involved in there yes this is it
0: yes yeah
1: and you you told me you were going to do it for four months so was your plan to just do it for four months to make it Still feel kind of exclusive and special.
0: Yes, yes. So the strategy was exactly that. Like we bring it, I mean, strategy was we bring it to Bangkok and then we take it away and then we bring it, let's say, to Phuket or to Patea or whatever, or we move it in Bangkok to another place. It's a little bit like a moving circus, right? Mm. Also, just to, you know, get a new audience, but also to create again that scarcity, right? Like, you know, it's selling out, it's almost gone, get your tickets. I mean, it's just this endless sort of cycle of just, you know, yeah, pushing, right? Um, is, it, is it
1: easier to run a restaurant when you know that you're going to have 24 people only? So it's less wastage, <laughs> oh right? Yeah, of I course. Guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. And your menu is limited. I mean, of course, you have like, we had like, you know, two choices for every course. Mm. You know, then you have vegetarian. So, you know, yeah.
1: And you can ask them first. And yeah, so it's yeah, like, you're not wasting pre-booked.
0: much. Okay. Yeah, right. So online, they would book their tickets and it was say, like, okay, I want this for my first, this for my second. So for the courses, right? So we knew exactly every day exactly what we needed. So. Yeah, of course it's it's much easier than having a you know, a twenty page menu yeah. and all the different, you know, ingredients and we knew exactly what was happening every day. We knew exactly who was coming, what they wanted to eat, you know, what kind of wine they ordered, do they yeah. want champagne. So yeah, of course that but still it's it's a it's a it's a machinery to yeah. operate, right? And still all gotta be on time, the food gotta be hot. You know, of course, we always work to give. Yeah, by the
1: time you reach the main, it might be forty-five minutes. How did you keep the food hot?
0: Yeah, so that's like you know, it's like food warmers basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this and this is you know, it's almost like science, right? How to do this and again, big credits to Sheraton and you know, like you had uh, Chef Gaetano that was sort of leading this, and you had Robert, uh, the Dutch manager at the time. You know, they really, really did a great job as well. I mean, they made sure everything was perfect every day, so and that's you know was a big help. And I mean, and did you ever think that maybe you'd have
1: two cranes and have like two sets of twenty-four?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, there were so many ideas. I mean, we also thought about doing concerts in the sky. Because I mean, if you can, if you can have a chef in the middle, why not have a. A famous artist in the middle, and have a extremely you know, super exclusive, exclusive okay. thing in yeah. the in the sky, right? There were so you know, many ideas. It yeah. might
1: sound strange, but like, yeah, there are people who would want that.
0: Absolutely, right? yeah, hundred percent, yeah. 100%, yeah. Cause because you can
1: pre-book it. That's the thing. You yes. have nothing to lose. You already have this great uh, idea uh, executed after all these things. So the. The ideas after are endless. It's like, yeah, why can't we do a private concert? Why can't we do a private speech or, yeah, or, or well, interview exactly, or anything?
0: Yeah, any, exactly, anything. Like, like a podcast even. Or yeah. A radio show. I mean, a TV show we did. Like the first night we did with Woody, right? Yeah. So, yeah, you can basically uh, do anything. You can have meetings there. You can have whatever. So there is a lot of, or there was a lot of potential. But, again, we were... You know, we were just so fooled with doing the yeah. dinners by it by itself. So yeah.
1: Okay. So, w- what's been the most memorable dining experience you've had with Dinner in the Sky, either as an organizer mm-hmm. or a participant? If you if you just had to pick this one memory.
0: You know, the first the first flight was like with all friends. Okay. So you know, with all like an associates and yeah. you know uh my partner and me we've been you know working so hard on this and like was so you know it was a lot of, it was very stressful and so when we sort of went up the first time and all the friends were there and everybody was enjoying it, it was like wow you know we actually pulled it off yeah. it's really happening yeah so that i will never forget because it was just everybody knew that you know how much how much we put yeah, into there yeah. and that it finally happened and we were all there it was such a such a great experience and i was just i mean i was there you know every day of course and i was happy you know to go up with some people once in a while you know like you know with either family or friends and we had a lot of like uh, how do you call it, like wedding proposals which was kind of you know it was oh, really wow. fun you know okay. so we were we were always in in it right so we would yeah. have like special music and the lights would turn off and so yeah a lot of i think it was just a great experience overall to see these people come down and yeah. just all be so happy how how many rounds did you do per night so you yeah, said it you used to do, like, in one day, how many times does it go up and down? It was, well, it started with two, then it was three, then we started to do corporate events as well. That was during the daytime. Okay. So during daytime, we were also flying, and then it was, like, uh, yeah, corporate events. Okay. Like, teams, groups of companies that would either have their lunch or, like, a high tea or all this kind of stuff. So, okay. So, yeah, we were going up and down a lot. <laughs> hmm.
1: Um, so, so how do you think, like, for example, Dinner in the Sky, right? Like, it, it fits into a larger culinary scene. Like, how do you see it, like, continuing to innovate?
0: Are people going to take that concept mm-hmm. and just go even bigger? I think so. I think so, yeah. And I think, especially in Thailand, there's still a huge demand for people that just want to do it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Malaysia KL is a very good example of where yeah. it's been permanently placed yeah. very close to the Patronas towers and it's been running every day and it's been almost full every yeah. single day so there is a lot of demand yeah. just for the okay. experience because yeah. people
1: i feel like people live in this illusion that thailand is cheap thailand is cheap but i am mean firstly according to me it's not yeah <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I also feel like there's a lot of people here who will pay for quality and premium experiences. Absolutely,
0: yeah. Like, yeah. This is a buzzing city. This yeah. is an expensive city to me. It is, it is. And it's a city where there's already so much. Yeah. Right. You have all the rooftop bars and you have I mean everything is that quality is super high. Yeah. So, you know, how can you differentiate? How can you make something that can, you know, can top that even, right? Yeah. And that's like then it's, you know, it's gotta it's come to that. I mean, it's come to either hanging people in the air you also have like dine in the dark for example you're, you're having oh, dinner yeah. in the dark yeah. which is amazing i tried it really? fantastic concept yeah super cool and i was very skeptical it's like you know yeah i think i'm be. one of
1: those people i'm like how, i can't imagine how that right
0: would be. right i was like no you know but then you know they dragged me there and it's did like okay, have it try. Here in yes, yes, okay yes yes wow. yes. So that you know you have the le petit chef where they yes, where yes. they do like the 3d animation that one i've tried yeah that nah, did cool. you like it yeah I mean, it's fun, it's right? I mean, yeah. yeah. So it's like it's not
1: every day I do that, right? No, yeah. no.
0: But it's, you know, it's in the end, it's weird, man. It's like you know, people pay a premium to go yeah. on. You get lifted in the air. Yeah. And have, I mean, it's 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 a wild sort of idea, right? And it's, but that's what people look for. This novelty, right? Something yeah. new, something exciting. So, I think the future for dinner in the sky in Thailand is still, yeah, it's it's huge. And I think a lot of people are waiting to try, you know. That's so that's it. the next question. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what are the plans and projects regarding dinner in the sky that you are excited about? To when is it honest? coming back,
0: man? Yeah, well, you know, I wish I could answer that question, but mm. I or we have sold the license. You have? Yes. Okay. So So, so when you buy the license, it exclusively
1: belongs to you? Yes. Okay, so you've sold the license to someone else in Thailand. Y- uh,
0: yes, to okay. actually to Malaysian okay. group. So uh, I spoke with them recently, and they are working on it, nice. trying to get it back. Um, Interesting. But so it's not in my hands anymore. I wish it was, because I really miss it. It was fun. Will Just you be involved? The, maybe, okay. maybe. Maybe. Maybe I mean, I think I can, can give a lot of... Uh, benefit yeah. and knowledge and 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 connections to them but that's up to them i mean okay. i would be open for that but let's see um but i really yeah. hope they will bring it back yeah. i really hope and i know I they will the it's time. just when you know yeah. and 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 the timing got to be correct right yeah. COVID was of course a very scary time Um uh, but i think now would be already a good time to yeah. do it
1: i think so too because yeah. um people now are willing to pay for experiences everybody is everybody just Wants to feel yeah again yeah exactly yeah especially locals like especially that's that's what I say when I say that I personally don't think Thailand is a cheap country because people have different standards of living here yes Yes, you can enjoy that amazing life and I love how cheap it can be but like you said it it can go ten times uh, more than. Anything yeah. really,
0: yeah. It's a city of, of mega contrast, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's and the good thing is there's something for everyone, mm. right? But yeah, it's it's you know, it goes to for me, it also always feels very extreme that people yeah. wanted to be lifted up with a crane in the air and have dinner there. It's really shows very well,
1: yeah.
0: Like, okay, what's the tendency of what people want? They want excitement, mm. they want something new, yeah. They're full, they're full of maybe you know, the. The, the sky bars yeah. and you know the same thing, and it just probably gets more extreme every time, right? So it's uh, I think it gives a good sort of picture of what, yeah, how mature a city like this is in terms of experience, right? Okay.
1: So, are, are you actually currently part of any other business venture, or um, I, I want to talk about, of course, Bangkok Community
0: Health but yeah. before I do that. Uh, What other business ventures are you doing right now? I uh, I am not involved in so much. I I I, of course in the last ten years, you know, we we sort of went through like we went through Banker Nightlife, Dinner in the Sky, but I have done other stuff as well Mm -hmm. uh, in e-commerce, offline, uh, and that you know some of them are still there. Okay. So they are still uh, running. They're still operated. So that's still you know involvement from my side there. Not so much, um, but you know it it makes me able to. Fully focus on on my foundation, so that this yeah. is the perfect setup. Because, you know, I I want to do that, and I, yeah. I want to fully fully focus on that.
1: All right, let's we'll, let's talk about Bangkok Community Help Foundation. You founded this. Correct. Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I I feel <laughs> like a lot of the decisions in your life I've just because yeah. I don't I somehow don't expect it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You, you you're very. Um, What's the word? You're, you're you're just a very complex man. Yeah. As in you do things, and you're like, oh, how did you? How, why? why? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: so why why did you uh,
1: decide to do Bangkok Community Help Foundation?
0: I mean, it's it's like we like I said in the beginning. It's the thing is the love for for Thailand, mm-hmm. the love for this city. I mean, this is my home. It feels very much like that, and. I feel like, okay, if we're part of society, and it doesn't matter that I'm, I'm a foreigner or or, or or Thai, right? I mean, if we're part of society, then we should be there in good times and bad times. And I felt, especially during COVID, when it was coming up, you know, we didn't know how it was going to behave. We didn't, we didn't know what it was going to do, but we yeah. just realized, okay, the country is going to close their borders, so that's going to be trouble for a lot of people, right? Because we ha- heavily rely on tourism. So... You know, and same for me. I mean business was also slowing down, of course. Dinner in the sky was sold already. Um, you know, the the, the rest of the, the business was kinda going by itself. So it's like, okay, what is the best use of my time? And I felt, well, that's the best use of my time is to go out and help someone else. Yeah. And that just made so much sense to me. And, you know, Greg Lang, which you had on the show as well, absolutely, uh, yeah. felt the same way. And, you know, we met kind of by, well, not by chance, but I wanted to start to cook meals, again, together with my, my previous business partner, mm-hmm. some friends. So I called him and said, I know you have all these restaurants, I need a kitchen to do this. I met him that morning, we started cooking, and that's sort of when it kicked off. So not definitely, not intentionally like, okay, let's build a you know a foundation a charity but just like okay let's go out and help because it's very much needed now
1: okay so how long have you been doing this like since 2020 early, yeah, early
0: 2020 when okay. all of it all yeah. of it started basically yeah
1: and yeah and i think 2020 was a miserable year for the world in general it but especially thailand yeah. yes it um, was
0: horrible yeah
1: yeah um, and and yeah you fa- i i got to know you i think 2020 as well Yeah, 2021, early 2021. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And, um, yeah, you guys were one of the few people we knew who actually were like, you don't discriminate. Help is help. Yes. Whether they're Thais, whether they're foreigners, whether they're in a Burmese migrant
0: camp. Mm -hmm, And
1: uh, it was shocking to see the situation and how these people were neglected. Yeah. A lot of them were just neglected and they were just like, you know, closed off in some camp, just left to deal with it themselves.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And, I mean, I think I just still know, like, you know, you you experienced it on a first-hand basis, Um, like, just looking at this horrible moment, like, can I ask you, like, personally, like, did it affect you and your emotional state, just seeing so much sadness and stuff around you? How do you deal
0: with that? Yeah, I mean, you know, once, when when it's happening, it's kind of just, it all goes, right? It's like this, this bullet train that's just speeding. Yeah. So you don't really, you don't even don't really have time to sort of reflect. It was just that, you know, we started out like like I mentioned with meals and food which was super important to do. Yeah. And then when it sort of started to become really serious, you know, when it started like to you know, the the hospitals started getting full, people were like literally, you know, dying in their in their homes. For us that shift was was really big. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, you know, today we were handing out meals the next day we 're literally holding you know bodies in our arms, and i mean it 's not a exaggeration yeah of someone that died right so that's like that was a big shift, but it's like it's all these sagas right so it starts, and the way you know the 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 virus behaved, we had to sort of counteract on that all the time, so you mentioned the construction camps. Yeah, that's another saga that just appears, right? Mm -hmm. Thai government says, okay, we we are scared that there will be an outbreak in these construction camps. We will lock 80,000 people inside of these camps for one month. Okay, that's number one. It's like, okay, that's okay. So we start figuring out, okay, what does that mean? Then very quickly we realize nobody takes care of these people. So construction companies, some cases, just didn't give a damn. Yeah. Just let them rot inside, right? Mm-hmm. And the gates were locked. There was army in front, so nobody knew what was going inside. So you're like, okay, that cannot happen. Not on our watch, right? Yeah. So we just said, okay, let's go. So we just go there, knock on the doors of those camps, pull open the doors literally, and just go in there and say, okay, wh- what do you, wh- what's happening here? And then we found literally a lot of Burmese, you know, Cambodian, Lao, also Thai that you know, were boiling rainwater because there was no fresh water to drink, you know, there was no food. They literally had to either like you know, there were lakes in some of these, these, these uh, construction areas where they would go and fish, because there was nothing. And they were not able to go outside, and nothing was coming in. So we started supplying all these people with food, necessities. I mean, there were kids in there, little babies you know, that are from these migrant workers' families that live in these camps where was their baby formula, you know, where was medicine if they needed, it was nothing. So yeah, I mean, we stepped in and tried, or you know, did as much as we could, and also yeah. to advocate for these people as well. Mm-hmm. So then we were guests at the Foreign Correspondents' Club, which, you know, was like a, was like a live event, and we, yeah sort of rang the alarm bell and I remember we did it on your show as well on the yeah. tiger and it was like kind of like setting off a bomb because nobody really knew what was going on and we were just saying like this what's happening here is you know is is inhumane yeah. and it cannot happen this way
1: yeah, you you you're right like I think when everyone's struggling everybody just kind of thinks inwards as in me my family Correct, yeah. and then we're fine and that's a natural response yes. and that's okay but yes. then yeah uh, I think when we kind of got used to it, we kind of just forgot about that other people exist, yeah, you know, because yeah, 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 yeah. we were all within our homes right. and we were just like together. And then like, yeah, as the country's opening up and then we hear stories from you yeah, and that like, you know, hey, there are these camps. Hey, these people are being just held there, yeah, yeah. being locked up
0: Neglected. and we are just like,
1: it kind of just almost doesn't register for me. I was mm. like, oh, no, this can't be right.
0: Yeah. There's yeah.
1: no way that these human beings can be treated this way.
0: Literally like 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 animals in a cage, you know, yeah. and it's it's really really bad what happened there. But like you say, I mean for us it was like against all odds, you know, everybody said stay inside, the government said go inside. I mean that was basically the the you know, the yeah. the, the the mission for everyone. Stay inside, don't go out and do your thing, right? And we yeah, we did the complete opposite. I mean you know, we you know we helped over a million people at least during yeah. that time. So we have seen over a million people in that time. I don't think I've ever seen more people in my life during a period of time where seeing others was a very dangerous thing, yeah. and being close to others, right? So yeah, we just did the exact opposite of what uh, and and there's no, you know. S- that people chose to stay inside and take care of their own families is is actually, of course, very right. Mm. I mean, it's not like yeah. that was a wrong thing to do, right? Yeah. But we just felt like, okay, we cannot do that. We need to get out there and help. And that's what we did. And we, you know, it was it was intense. It was very intense. And like yeah. I said, it was just nonstop. And, you know.
1: I mean, like, yeah, because, because of your great work and B- Bangkok Community Health Foundation, I mean, yeah, you're right. You've helped, like, possibly a million people, fed all these people yes, yes. Um, through sickness, through homelessness, just being, uh, you know, uh, the country just giving up on them, really.
0: Yeah, and, and and that's also like, I mean, and also there, it's like, you know, a lot of people, yeah. especially that time, had the question, like, okay, and why are you, you know, why are you doing, like, the government's job and, and, and stuff, yeah. which... I mean, it's a fair question, but it's, it's, it's not fair in the sense that no government was prepared for anything yeah. like this. And we've seen it in the West, we've seen it in Europe, we've seen mm. it in the States, that are very sort of developed countries, and they were not able to figure it out as well. Mm. So we always said, okay, well, I mean, we can do what we can do, so let us do that part. Because, you know, it's also easy to say, like, oh, you know, oh, the government should have taken care of them, but if it doesn't happen, who's gonna do it, right? So we felt there was just a big need, and we we yeah. should we should step in, and we did. And I I mean, it's been, yeah, also a great ride in that way. We build a beautiful community, Banco Community Help Foundation. We help the community, yeah. but we're a community ourselves. Over 500 volunteers, growing every day, like-minded people that form friendships, relationships. I mean, it's amazing because. People with the same mindset come together, and the goal of everybody is the same. We're going to help someone else. So everybody you meet in our community is like that. So it connects very, clear, very easily because yeah. we all have that same mindset. If you don't want to help, you don't come with us, right? So it's it's cool. I mean, it's amazing. And we did that during a time, again, where social interactions were not a thing it, it it shouldn't you know you shouldn't socially interact and still that we were be able to build such a beautiful community <laughs> during that time I, I think is amazing and it speaks for people that even during you know a, a time like this that nobody ever experienced in their life that they are willing to you know give their time also risk their, their, their health I mean there was definitely a lot of risk involved to do that for someone else because they see that, that, that that's needed, I think is very beautiful. Yeah, And it's also because of the love of Thailand. Of course, we have a lot of Thai people that help us as well. But I think a lot of people that are foreigners in our community, yeah. they feel that same way. And I, I want to give back to this country yeah. that gave me so much.
1: And is there now more help from the government? Like, have you seen a change uh, from before? Are they
0: more supportive of the foundation? Oh, yes, yes, yes. We were, now we're very close with the government. So in the beginning, it was, again, we were a little bit you know pioneering. Like, you know, it was like we were out there, and nobody was supposed to be out there. So government in the beginning, you know, like police, and they were a little bit like, guys, what are you doing? and shouldn't do this, and so in the beginning it was a little bit like yeah. you know so like why a, are these
1: foreigners just right, right. not listening and just helping
0: people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a really a cat and mouse game. was <laughs> we a strange <laughs> yeah. thing to say. Like, why are you helping yeah, Why people? are you doing this? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was like honestly, it was cat and mouse game. I mean, we would literally like you know like let's say like Pong train station, right? A lot of homeless people there. Yeah, we would go there to help, we'd bring food, we'd bring medicine, whatever was needed. The police would come and chase us out. We would go around the back, go back in, and hand out the rest. I mean, it was really a weird time. Because, again, there was no protocol, too. And I understand that, because you know, we had lines of thousands yeah. of people sometimes. And that was very dangerous because of course. Yeah. yeah. Also we didn't know yet how the vir- virus spread. I mean, you remember, I mean it was like if if we were in this room together without a mask, yeah, for ten seconds you yeah. would be infected. It was the wildest yeah uh theories, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get I get it. You know what I mean? But, but again we,
1: li- we literally wouldn't even be in this room. No, it wouldn't be and possible. If we were you know, yeah, two, and three meters away, and all yeah, this yeah, stuff, yeah. and
0: so I get it, you know, I get it. But the thing is, we just never gave up, and I think yeah. that speaks for us as a foundation that we just said, yeah. we just have to yeah. do it because, I, I mean, there's people
1: dying. Yeah, I can't imagine being a police officer. Telling you to go, go away yeah, yeah, yeah. stop feeding these homeless, hungry people, yeah, yeah, yeah. go away, yeah it's I mean, it's nobody tough. wants to do that, but i mean, I guess you know they're also under instructions, they're yes. all doing their job at yes. the end of the day. It's easy to say that because they uh, they're all doing their jobs, I yes. get it, but at some point, you're just like, yeah, you just wanted to help and right. and it's thanks to maybe your determination of helping them, yeah that those people were able to survive like yeah, literally I survive believe, yeah, yeah yeah
0: in the most sort of primal form like yeah. survive the day literally mm. and but but it's a very good point you make officers i mean everybody they're not evil people yeah. and they also see that these people need help yeah but they get instructions too, and they have their reputation on the line and their job. So it all makes sense. That you know. They'll spread the virus and more people will die. Uh, so. Of course, yeah. And this was yeah. uh, also a, a, a tendency uh, people had at some yeah. point. And it was the same in Klongtai, right? We worked so much there that at some point there was like, you know, obvious, um, yeah, how do you call it? It was prejudice against the people from Klongtai because COVID was so. Uh, so wildly spread yeah. there. Yeah. So there were some, I think even this building, uh, there's a big uh, food delivery company also has an office here in this building or not? Used to. Yeah. So. Our old office. Ah, so yeah. No, we won't name them. So we them, won't name yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this company was at some point denying people from Klongta Esalam mm. access to this building, this yeah. very building. Yeah. Which is crazy. But it did happen because there it spread like like wildfire because, again, there's no isolation. There's no way to properly shield yourself off. So, I mean, again, it was like, okay, if you have COVID, then isolate, right? So go in the second bedroom or whatever. In, in the slum, there are no bedrooms, right? Yeah, There are no bathrooms. So there is no way to properly isolate, right? So, again, a saga of the of this pandemic was that we then started building community isolation centers, which is like football fields with this uh, cardboard beds, mattress on top, and people will come yeah, and yeah. isolate them. We would have doctors, we would have food, we would have medicine. So it's again like a, me- a countermeasure to try and fight yeah. this, this, this what was happening. So it's, that's, that's just, it's very hard for to grasp and explain, like, what do you guys do? Many people ask. Mm. It's it's almost impossible to explain because it's been yeah. all these different things all the time. Yeah. You know, it's like there were no ambulances at some point. We started buying ambulances, re- refitted them with equipment, start driving people to the hospital. Hospitals were full at some point. We were started bringing oxygen to people in their homes so they were able to survive yeah. for a hospital bed to become available. So yeah it's been so, it's been so many things yeah and still to this date i mean we're sending out medicine every day yeah every day you know
1: well yeah th- i think the last time we met was like on the hundredth day yeah, of yeah. your
0: hundred day food giveaway right right and we just celebrated our mm. 200th day lovely <laughs> right That's and you amazing. remember because yeah. we did the video with you and then you, you asked like yeah. okay what's next and we said well let's go for 200 days then because yeah. it's not improving and yeah it's been i think it's been two weeks ago and, you know, this and this is for, you know, for people that don't know, it's for the homeless and elderly in yeah. Thailand yeah. that end up on the street and, again, do not have any food, do not have any care, basically. Yeah. It's really a gap in Thai society, especially for the elderly.
1: Yeah. Y- you know this, how the the country, like, helps uh, if you can sign up for welfare and they give, like, I think 200 baht a month? Or 600, 300? yeah. 600 baht yeah, a yeah. month. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: so that's Most 20 people baht a day. can't
1: even apply for it. These people that you're right, helping. Right, right, right. Yeah.
0: No, that's true. So yeah. if they can apply for it, it's 600 baht. That's 20 baht a day. That you and cannot that's survive if you,
1: that's on. That's if you get if right. you get
0: approved. Right. So you, yeah, you get exactly. 20
1: baht a day. Literally. Sorry. Two. Uh, in my mind, I had 200. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, so it's 20 baht a day. If you can apply baht. for it,
1: and if you get approved, you get 20 baht a yeah. day.
0: Yeah yeah,
1: the people that we were uh, that I met that day that were homeless on the streets and who you basically go and help every day, yeah. they, they can't even apply. They don't even have phones to apply.
0: Probably. Right, right, yeah, exactly. So or it's internet totally, or yes, anything. Yes, the, the know-how exactly mm. is, is not even there. And, yeah, this is really sad. This is really yeah. sad because people, you know, elderly, I mean, Thailand, the sort of cultural structure is that you rely on your family, right? Your family yeah. is your pension, basically. Yeah. So, but what we see is a lot of elderly they somewhere along the line cut with their family, mm. had a problem, might not have family anymore. So there's no more, um, there's no more structure there, there's no more uh, backup. So now they completely rely on the government, which again is 20 baht a day, as you get older, it becomes 800 baht, it becomes 1,200 baht, but I mean, we're talking old, old. Yeah. So, people have worked all their life, and at the end of their uh, lifespan, they end up on the street in Thailand. And this is very, very sad. And this is something that Needs to be solved uh, on a government level, political level. I think uh, there are many ways, and I have ideas enough how to do it. I mean, it's pretty simple.
1: Well, let, let's talk about a few then. Like, w- what are some of the changes that you would want? Like, maybe uh, you know, nothing is an easy fix, mm-hmm. but maybe some simple changes that could help.
0: Well, for, I mean, for the elderly, I think I mean it's it's simple. I mean, you need to increase this budget, right? Mm-hmm. So that needs to come from tax money so why not raise vat to 10% i mean this has also been in the works for years right like okay are we going to raise the vat and it's not a popular thing to do right yeah. nobody wants to raise vat you know, because all it's not fun all the people fun.
1: living in thailand are not, n- yeah, no, 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 no longer no, no, are i fan. know you yeah <laughs> but
0: <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but, yeah, but go okay. with us and you yeah. you understand yes and uh, and then again i mean if that goes up 5% then that 5% needs to be used in the right way yeah. so that's another thing right in but thailand it, that can't that be... is not even applied
1: for everything so it's the people who can afford things that have VAT on them yeah. can don't really care about the
0: 3%. Yeah, I I think so, too. And 7% VAT is very low. Yes. I mean, look at Europe. I mean, it's 20. In Netherlands, 23%. It's even higher in some other places. Yeah. So you get extreme amounts of extra money to the government if you raise it with 3 or 5%. Then you can... Funnel this money into, you know, a pension fund, state pension fund. You can also do social security fund. I mean, is empty now because of what happened in the past two years. But also there, there's, you know, you can increase. And what people, not many people know, is that Thailand is a super aging society. It's like Japan. In Japan, there's so many elderly yeah. that the uh, younger generation is not able to take care of them anymore financially right so there's not enough workforce to create enough money to take care of everybody and in Thailand this is happening the same way not yet there it's called a super gray society but it will happen in they predict about 10 years mm. so if you don't do anything now and it's bad already what will happen in 10 years right so I think that's a it's a big warning alarm red flag that you see I mean, you were there with us. Yeah. 80 people, 80% of the demographic that we help that's homeless is elderly. It's 60 plus, 70 plus. So this needs to change somehow. This need, they need help. Yeah. They cannot go to work anymore, so they're not a workforce. So how do you, how do you solve this, right? It's, very diff- it's a big question for us, too. Like, how do we do this? I mean, how can we tackle this problem? We work together with the government. We have created a central hub where homeless can come. Yeah. Uh, this is near the Pinkao Bridge, where they can come. They can register. So there will be a registry of homeless in Bangkok, where they can get, you know, they can request medical help, ID card, whatever they need. So it's kind of like an effort to at least map out what's going on. But yeah, also, I mean, to be fair, I mean, we we've been there now 230 days straight, right? Let's say like that. Bringing meals, bringing water, bringing whatever we need to do. Realistically, this is not something we can sustain as well, yeah, so how do we solve this right? And for us as a foundation, it's all about looking at the future and at long term solutions, right? Do we bring food or do we somehow make them able to get their own food right it's 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 you know teach the man how to fish instead of giving the fish. this is yeah. the credo of everything we do because that's what it's about we need to get people back yeah. on their feet yeah which is possible in Klangtai in this kind of areas but homelessness and this elderly um, is kind of the last end of society how do you solve this we cannot solve this unfortunately this needs to be done at a government level mm. and we are willing and I'm willing to try and do that so I mean I talked to the governor of Bangkok I talked to member of parliament and I try to convince them to, to to think or do something, because it needs to happen. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's one of the things I would really want to see happen, that they take care of these people better.
1: OK. All right. Cool.
0: Yeah. And I mean, maybe just make, you know, make allow it for foreigners to be able to participate in politics and i'll be the, the <laughs> first one there <laughs> honestly why not you know i mean yeah. it's it's bangkok
1: it's, representative
0: yeah 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 no i mean we, we are very lucky with the new governor now right chad yeah. is very good very progressive guy um are there any unions
1: or anything available for foreigners in
0: in terms of like politics or yeah. how, uh, no you can't you can't as a foreign no union no committee i mm, i think so but it's like more in the background so that's okay. more like okay the, you yeah. can have like foreign advisors for example I right see. okay so and i think they do that but not not any and that would already be fine too I've right have you ever considered becoming a thai citizen um i've thought about it um I want to be a permanent resident, and this is this. I'm working on this now, so this is happening now. So I think that that for me makes the most sense. Okay. Um, But maybe in the future, yes. um, Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. it would be uh, it would really fit, I think. And I would, yeah, but it's not something that's that's on the list. But permanent residency, I like because I've sort of it's that one stamp forever, right? And it's just it's it's good enough, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah it's good enough
0: yeah yeah It's yeah it should be yeah but but i see a lot of people are applying and I, I i and you know i never met anyone that was that became like thai in that way but now in the last i think 2 months i met like four of them and it's pretty yeah you too right ah, congrats yeah <laughs> i'm waiting for my
1: fire uh, i'm waiting for the documents yeah to no, it's
0: it's amazing man i mean yeah you got to tell me more about it maybe no, we'll do it yeah, after yeah. but I yeah, mean yeah yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. no, it's super interesting it's super interesting and I think yeah.
1: uh, it's well, sort of the final final boss right? stage
0: yeah. of of the you know what I mean it's yeah. like you know the final stage yeah. is you become Thai and I think you and uh, and I we relate very much with Thai and we've been here so long exactly. and we you know and, it's and like this know, is it you know
1: people like to brand it like people might not understand it's like we've lived here long enough that we we consider ourselves part of this country, yes. part of like Thai people are my people yes this these streets are my streets, yes. I take it personally, yeah, I care as much as anyone else, yes, yes. Um, Same and here. yeah like, just like just like you and and yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I do hope, you know, some, some the government does provide more help, at least to Bangkok Community Health Foundation and the people of the city. And thanks to people like you, uh, they can't at least hide away or get away with it. So, <laughs> but, yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to you know. Obviously, I always look forward to Bangkok Community Health Foundation and the work that you do. Yeah. But, um. Also, you as an entrepreneur, any future ventures you do. But uh, thanks for coming thank on and having yeah. a chat
0: with me. Yeah. And thank you for all the support because you guys been no, there always, also man, from always. the from the early beginning when we, we were we, grinding we, and.
1: We're like a little crumb,
0: in your big ah, cookie. but it's but amazing because um, everything. I mean, everything helps. And uh, you know, if yeah. we can, you know, if we can. Ask people that are watching, you know, I mean, check us out on Facebook, yes, on absolutely. Twitter, also all. And
1: you've got Bank of Community Health Foundation on Facebook.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, We're everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, Snap, uh, what's it called, uh, the, the other one, uh, not Snapchat. TikTok. TikTok, TikTok, yeah. So just check us out, and okay. if you see something you you're yeah. have of interest, send a message and come by. I mean, everybody is welcome to come and join us on this mission to help someone else, and I guarantee that you will like it, and it will give you a lot back. And if I think really, if you like Thailand, yeah. if you love Thailand, then this would be a great way to to show that, actually. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks for yourself for Brother, coming Thanks on. a lot. Uh, it was really a pleasure it, and an honor to be here. Thank you, man. Thank you. All
1: right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. The podcast.